What's going on, everyone? I'm Mackenzie Ingram. This is Everything In Between. And in this episode, I'm going to answer some questions, Relationship Edition. So as you guys can tell, I have a completely new setup today. The day that I'm actually filming today is Monday, the 29th, is my birthday. And I'm using my backdrop holder. Well, I guess for people that are watching can only see this. But from I'm using my backdrop holder for my little celebration. So I didn't want to like have to take it all down and go set back up my white backdrop. And my friend was like, just do it right here. And I was like, yeah, it's so cute and fun. So I brought out my little comfy couch that I'm completely matching. I'm in my comfy PJs. Um, but yeah, I just wanted this episode to kind of be light, um, fun. I'm like holding my mic stand, but who cares? So I'm going to answer some relationship questions. I only actually got a couple. So this podcast will be a little bit on the shorter end, but hey, that's okay. Um, I went on my Instagram and I asked people to ask me questions relationship edition obviously season two is all about relationships and so I'm just gonna answer them and yeah let's get into it someone asked are you a better talker or listener so I think in my past and probably still now I'm I talk more I'm trying to do better with just listening and not jumping so quickly to reply or to put my to give my input um, and just literally be a listening ear for people because sometimes I know for myself, I'm just going to get comfortable. Um, I know for myself when I'm talking to someone and they're constantly talking over me or like not letting me finish, I get annoyed. And so I don't want to be that person for someone else. So I am definitely working on becoming a better listener. What are your non-negotiables? So For me, I I actually have a list somewhere, Um, but I think my biggest ones are you have to love Jesus and love him in the way that you are living like him. I can't, or it's not even that I can't, I don't want to be with someone that I have to drag or pull along and have to motivate and light their fire. And plus, as a woman, I want someone to lead me and my family. So I don't want someone that is lukewarm and just kind of going through the motions. I need someone that has their own intimate relationship with Christ and that and someone that is constantly seeking to grow um, in that. So that's definitely number one. Number two is I am waiting until marriage. Um, it's not something that I have previously practiced, but now I have decided that it's something that I want to do. And so if someone can't do that with me, then I can't be with them. And I think three is they have to love dogs. I know that's like crazy, but I'm such a dog person. I'm actually a cat person now too. Um, But I want dogs. I have a dog and I need someone that loves them. I know that's like kind of silly, but it's one of them. Next question is chill and serious pet peeves in dating. So I'm guessing they mean like What are your serious and not so serious ones? I hope. Um, I would say one of mine has definitely been leaving the toilet seat up. Like, please put the toilet seat down. And I, and I guess a serious one. Um, I just lost all my questions. Oh, there we go. Would maybe be like not hearing me. I feel like people can listen, but are you hearing me? 
Um, because if I tell you something or there's something that I don't like or don't appreciate or maybe want you to do more of and like nothing changes and I have to tell you again for it to change, like that's annoying to me. Um, I think I've maybe outgrown that, but yeah, it was a bad pet. It was a pet peeve that I did have. What? These are like a lot of questions about my dating life. I was hoping to like give more or so advice, but it's totally fine. Um, what's the first thing you do when you meet or start talking to someone? Oh, that's actually a good one. So for me, this might not be for everyone because I understand some people aren't like this. And depending on like how far in you are in with this person, your feelings could get hurt because mine have definitely been hurt before is I go look at who they follow. I know that's so crazy. And some people are like, girl, it's not that serious. But for me, if they are following girls that are always showing their bodies, I mentioned booty butt models in my last episode. And if they're very active under those type of photos and with those girls, nothing against those girls, but I just don't want to be with someone who is attracted to that because I don't look like that. And so I don't want to have a man who has an eye for something that I don't have because then he's just going to lust over that when he's with me, if that makes sense. That's that's honestly the first thing I do. I also go look at like their tag photos. I creep on their actual um, feed, but definitely creep on them is the first thing that I do. What is some of the best dating advice you could give? Um, I just talked about giving advice. I think the best dating advice is if you don't want it done to you, don't do it to them. I know that's super simple and super like cliche and you hear it all the time. But if it's genuinely something that you would get upset about or hurt um, if they did it to you, then don't do it to them. If, you know, it's it's all about respect and loving your partner in a in a way or just even not even necessarily a partner it could be your family it could be your friends treat people how you would want to be treated and I know it doesn't always work out that way but for me I think when I was dating and I was trying to be better or just like be more mature in my dating I would have to ask myself like would I be upset if they did this to me and if it was yes then I wouldn't do it stay away from it um and I mean, it wasn't anything crazy, but I think that's the best advice. If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to them. How did you heal from past hurts? Mm, That's a good one. Honestly, time and Jesus. Well, I want to say this because not always are you, um, not always does time heal. Like there are things that people you know, if they lose a loved one or a child or a mother or a father or someone close to them, no amount of time can heal that wound, but Jesus can. And so honestly, accepting that I was hurt, figuring out what exact hurt it was and the root of that and handing it over to Jesus. I also went to therapy. I talk about it almost every episode now, um, which was really good because she allowed me to kind of find that root of where I was struggling from. Um, but honestly, it was just giving it to Jesus, like surrendering everything over and just saying like, I can't do this anymore. Because at one point I talked about it in one of my episodes, I, it just got too heavy for me, like all the past hurts and lies and cheating. And even the things that I did to other people or did to myself, um, it just got too heavy for me. And once I gave it over, he, oh, 
he was then able to work on my heart and truly heal me. And it wasn't something that I gave over and, and didn't touch. Like it took me a minute to fully surrender it over. And once I did, that's when he truly healed me. And I know some people are probably like, there's no way he did it. Like, trust me. I literally thought that I was probably never going to heal from some of these things. And they like, I'm thinking about these things that used to bother me and they don't bother me at all anymore. It's, it's amazing. What should I do if my boyfriend constantly does things I ask him not to? Well, I don't know the degree to what you mean. Um, I think if it's like little things, you got to kind of pick and choose what you are and aren't okay with and maybe try to sit down and have like a legit serious put your foot down conversation. Um, I think if it's more of like a serious thing of you're uncomfortable with people he follows or pictures he likes, um, that's definitely not okay. If he's not changing that and still doing it, it's either whether it's a man doing it to a woman or guy doing it that's the same thing or guy or girl or woman doing it to a man it's just disrespectful and going through relationships like that the bottom line is they don't respect you and so I think it's again to the degree of what you're talking about if it's little stuff um I would try to just have a more serious conversation let him know like hey this really bothers me but if it's more serious stuff and you have had that conversation and you were serious and he knows and he's still doing it depending on how many times you've asked him not to, um, I would maybe consider being with him because if it's been multiple times, time after time after time, then he just simply doesn't respect you. What are you looking forward to in your future dating life? Um, just having one. <laughs> I am like so... I love where I am and I'm very content with where I am, but I'm also am super excited to date again and meet my husband and fall in love and engage and married and all of that and all of that. Um, but I think just doing life together, like you kind of, well, at least me right now, I'm doing a lot of stuff like with my girls and we go on trips and like there was one time I went to this museum with my mom and her friends and it was great. But in your mind, you're like, dang, this would have been like the cutest date or the perfect thing to do with someone not that I don't love everyone I'm doing things with but just like your significant other so I definitely think just doing the little things is flirting cheating yes if you're in a relationship with Joe and you are flirting with Bob you are cheating some people have different rules or I don't know I don't even know if you call it rules but opinions on this my opinion is yes it is um, I think it is just disrespectful and it's, it's just not okay. And I think we also live in a culture where people have made it okay. And it's not, if you are with someone who is flirting with other people, that's not okay. And I definitely, definitely consider that cheating. If it's not with a person you're dating and you're doing something, flirting, kissing, like hooking up, whatever, obviously that's cheating. It's cheating. It's cheating, it's cheating, and I don't think that it'll be, I won't ever think that it's anything else than that. What was the hardest thing you had to get through or over in your singleness? Honestly, unforgiveness. I had so much unforgiveness stored inside of me that 
honestly was making me like sick and so bitter and angry and just miserable. Um, It was the biggest and hardest thing I had to kind of overcome and accept. And um, I don't want to say like point out, but just really accept that I still had unforgiveness for certain people, even from like high school or freshman year of college, like people from so long ago, I had never truly forgiven, but it is so true when they say, um, you forgiveness isn't about the other person. It's about you. And it's about setting yourself free. And for me, I had had so much unforgiveness, so much for so many people. Um, and, and when I was single and in a very quiet place, God was able to like point each and every one out to me. And I got to work through that with him, um, with my therapist and really got to a point where I don't feel like I have any unforgiveness in my heart. Um, there are times when the enemy will try to like plant those thoughts back in my head. But like I said, I'm so, filled and healed that it doesn't bother me anymore and so that was definitely the biggest hardest thing I had to kind of get through um in my singleness in your past relationships if you could have done anything different what would you have done um been healed (laughs) I like I said earlier in one of my podcasts I literally dated one guy to one guy to one guy where I never was able to truly heal which it was where that unforgiveness took place unforgiveness from my childhood went into my relationship unforgiveness from that one went into the next one to the next one and it just was I wasn't healed and so because of that any mistakes or anything they did I would constantly hold it over their head Um, I held them hostage for their past and so I think definitely being healed and being whole um, would be the one thing that I would do different. How do you love those who hurt you? This is the last one, which I think is a really good one. Um, I think through time, through prayer, through really giving it to God, he can help you get there. And it's not to say that you're going to become best friends with them or you have to let them back into your life. I think when people think, you know, the Bible says you, you should love your neighbor. Absolutely. But I don't think it's in a context of, I know for myself, I used to think it's like, I have to love them so much, talk to them every single day, like be there for them. And no, I think it's just out of place of love where you have no ill will towards them. You have no bitterness, you have no hatred, you just love them, but you can love people and not have them in your life. Um, and I think that's a big thing that we need to kind of set those boundaries. But I think just through giving it to Jesus, through prayer, through quiet time and really letting him heal whatever wound that person caused you, because it is hard to love people that hurt you. Um, But I know for myself, after being hurt so much and even hurting people, being in a place where it's just you and God and allowing him to work on that is really the best way to get there. Because if you try it, it's almost going to be fake. And it's not going to be something that's truly healed within you. But when you give it to Jesus, he is then able to completely heal you, completely restore you. And then if restoration comes from that, if it does, and if not, then it doesn't. And I think that's perfectly okay. So that was pretty much it. Super chill, super light. Um, Again, I hope my audio was okay. Oh, I thought I wasn't recording this whole time. That would have been bad. Um, But... Thank you guys for tuning in and let's pray. 
dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for um, just another year on this earth. I thank you for everyone that is listening, everyone that asks questions, everyone that constantly tunes in. Lord, I ask that you just give your people wisdom, you give your people discernment, and you continue to work on them. You work in them, heal them, provide for them, um, whatever it is that they're going through or asking you for. Lord, I ask that you just make yourself known to them. Um, As we draw closer to you, you draw closer to us. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. We trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. (music) 